Hi everyone, it's Fanny and Charlotte, and you're listening to Binge Till You Cringe. Hi everyone! Welcome back. So, today we are going to be doing episode 2 of FSF, which is Film Series Flops. If you're new to this podcast, welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, glad to have us in this little family here. <laughs> um, Film Series Flops is a series we have on this podcast mm-hmm. um, where we pick the worst rated uh, movie on Rotten Tomatoes in a, film, in a famous film series. So, for mm-hmm. example, last... Um, last time. episode, we did Harry Potter, which was the Order really of the good. Phoenix. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a fun episode. You should go listen to it. <laughs> um, and so today, we are going to be doing, drumroll please, <laughs> Hunger Games. Mockingjay Part 1. So this movie was rated 69% on Rotten Tomatoes, which makes it the worst rated movie in the Hunger Games series, and we're going to critique it, talk about mm-hmm. its cringy aspects, and try to figure out why it was rated so badly. Okay, so Charlotte's going to read a quick synopsis for everybody. Okay, so, following her rescue from the devastating quarter quell, Katniss, Jennifer Lawrence, awakes in the complex beneath the supposedly destroyed District 13. Her home, District 12, has been res- reduced to rubble, and Peter Malark, Josh Hutcherson, Josh Hutcherson is now the brainwashed captive of President Snow, Donald Sutherland. At the same time, Katniss also learns about a secret rebellion spreading throughout all of Penham, a rebellion that will place her at the center of a plot turn to turn the tables on Snow. Oh, how the turntables. <laughs> That's you know, a quote from uh, the, office, the Office, which is the best show which ever. Which we watch a little too much. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that was the synopsis. Thank you for reading that, Charlotte. Um, we can just jump right in, and may I start us off yet again with some trivia from uh, IMDb course. about this movie? Okay, so this one's kind of um, a little bit shocking. Mm-hmm. Dedicated to Philip Seymour Hoffman, who died a week before filming ended. Since the majority of his scenes were the, for the final two movies had already been filmed, mm-hmm. the role was finished with other characters taking on his lines. So, Charlotte, if you, in case you didn't know, and in case anyone here didn't know... Philip Seymour Hoffman was... Yes. Um, Malark? No, he played Plutarch. Oh, the guy who... The blonde dude. There's so many blonde dudes, Fanny. No, okay, um... How do you say? He he was working with Coin. Oh, the the president? No, not, not the president. The guy who was helping with the rebellion. And he was talking oh. to Coin all the time. And he was saying, oh yeah, she's our Mockingjay. Yes, 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 her. Him, him, sorry. <laughs> yeah, him. So he passed away a week before That's the really filming sad. ended, which is very surprising, actually. Did he? So he didn't get to film the other two movies? No, he did. Oh, okay. He Well, he filmed the main of, most of the scenes, and then they gave the other lines to other people. Okay. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. Okay, so do you want to make a first point? Do you want to jump right in? What do you want to do to start us off? First of all, I thought that, okay, so Katniss is like... At first, she was in her little, uh, the place beneath District 12. I mean, 13. Yes. Right. And then she's like, five more minutes, five more minutes. And people are like, Katniss, come up. Yeah. Really creepy. And then I was like, why can't they give her, th- um, like, ten, five or ten minutes? Because, like, they're the, aren't they supposed to be the good guys and not the bad guys? So, because, like, they forced her to go back up. 
I was like, what the heck? Yeah, the starting is, like, kind of when the insomnia... Reminded me of when my insomnia gets the best to be, like, <laughs> five more minutes, and I'm just going to stay up. It's and like you I'll with your asleep. phone, and our, our parents are like, give me your phone. You're like, five more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but, um, so, I don't know. I, based on the book, in case you didn't know, Charlotte hasn't read the books. I have. I read so, one book. Okay, like, well, I read the whole series. <laughs> um, humble brag. Um, but... Um, in the book, she's talking about how, like, peop- the people in the District 13 are mm-hmm. kind of, like, controlling. You have a specific time frame where you have to go somewhere. So, I'm guessing that's what it is. Speaking I of mean, which, District 13 kind of reminds me of Grand Central Station. True, if you think about it, true. underneath, on, like, on the below level. A very depressing. Yeah. Very, like, dark. Because, like, usually it's super fun. Yeah. But also... Now I kind of get it since, like, they're on the, like, people are on the hunt for District 13, if that makes sense. Like, they're trying yeah. to destroy it. So I would understand if, like, like Katniss, who is, like, one of the most important people on uh, the dis- in the district, I would understand now why they would want her to go back to her little hideout. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, something confusing to me. So, they're underground, but Coin and Plutarch still have their hair dye slash highlights on point. Very true. Very I, I'm very confused by that. I know. And plus, I literally came to... Katniss, like, literally came um, at one scene, and her hair was literally perfectly curled. Yeah, it was, like, hair... It was hair brushed and curled. And curled, perfect. and I was like, I didn't know you were allowed to have a curling iron. It's ironic, because everyone who's not meant to be, like, perfect or whatever mm-hmm. is perfect, and Effie Trinket, who's always meant to be, like, fashionable, isn't, so it's a little bit, like, a conflict of interest, but... Yeah. Anyway. Um, so Katniss gets promoted... Oh, I wrote, I was, I, no, 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 I was reading a joke that I wrote down in the movie. Um, so Katniss gets promoted to management, anger management, <laughs> which is a quote from The Office also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Katniss is very, very angry, and a mm-hmm. uh, fact about Jennifer Lawrence, who plays Katniss, according to Lime Hemsworth, which is one of the Hemsworth's, Hemsworth brothers who played Gail. Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence would purposely eat foods with garlic or tuna before any kissing scenes between them. <laughs> Why? I think it was like a joke. I'm guessing. That's so mean. <laughs> Is he the guy who plays um her lover in the countryside? Yeah, Gail is like okay. I'm ask. I'm gonna ask you now. Mm-hmm. Are you team Gail or team Peta? Peta, really? all the way. Yeah, same. Peta's I think it's more good looking. I don't know why. Like yeah, I, I have that I in agree. my head. Also, like I feel like Gail is more like a brother to Katniss because he kind of reminds me of a dog. I don't know why. Do you dog? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I have weird conspiracy theories. Well, that's not a conspiracy <laughs> theory. Okay, this all comes out the wrong way. Okay. Surprise, Gail's a dog. <laughs> okay, so um, a little bit of trivia about Lime Hemsworth. He told EM he had a hairline fracture between his ankle joints during filming. I heard a oh. big crack and it just went down. Oh my Whoa. god. Who does he play again? Again. Gail. We, oh! we just had this conversation. I don't know what's going on what's with Charlotte wrong today. With me? Okay, so I don't know what your opinions on BD are, but I think mm-hmm. he's sort of one of those people that's like a humble bragger. I've noticed it throughout the movie. The guy with the glasses? Yeah, he like repeats what Gail says, but only in like a more sophisticated way. Mm-hmm. And then, in a British kind of accent. You know, there are some people like that that are, like, American, but they still have that, like, they're still having to 
like yeah, yeah, proper. Yeah. They're trying to have like a little British accent. And also Beatty, even when he's he he's wrong and like he makes a mistake in the system, mm-hmm. he goes, "I guess I did my job too well." <laughs> so like a hum- a very humble bragger, I would say. I would characterize him. I as. think he's kind of a hypocrite if he's saying that. Well, I mean, the thing is, the reason he couldn't he he couldn't get in was because of his work because mm-hmm. he locked it too much. So I guess he's right, but at the same time, did you have to say that? Yeah. No. You could say it in another way. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, apart from the Gale versus Peta, mm-hmm. um, what are your? I, I think we should just jump right in. What is going on with Peta in this movie? Oh my. God. Oh, by the way, spoiler alert in this movie, there is just going to be a lot wait, of spoilers. Wait, spoiler before, not spoiler, disclaimer before that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please watch the movie before listening to this episode. Yeah, in other episodes, we could probably listen, but mm-hmm. right now, huge spoiler but alert. But if you're like a, a, a Hunger Games fan like we are, then, you know, you don't really need to watch the movie. Yeah. Because you probably already know the scenes, but if you didn't watch the movie and you're not... Well, you did, but you're not really sure or something like that. Just rewatch the movie and then listen to the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, unless you like being spoiled, in that case, yeah. keep on listening. I love being spoiled. Anyway, so Peta with the ceasefire when he says, "Oh yeah, let's not have war," whatever. Obviously, mm-hmm. he was being forced, but it was watch- like watching an influencer get canceled. <laughs> like Peta is canceled by District Thirteen. They're like, I know. "Boo, we hate you." I feel so bad for him, though, because he's being, like, manipulated into doing this. Yeah, I know. And then it was, I don't, I don't know. I thought that it was funny how everybody just, like, immediately hated PETA. Wait, what did and you then, tell and me? And then Katniss was so salty about it after. Fanny, what did you tell me, um, what did you tell me about, um, the thing about PETA where he was, like, forced in the bathtub or something? Oh, yeah, so in the book, they don't really say this in the movie, but... Yeah, they don't. He, PETA gets tortured, and in the in the, in the the book, they talk about how PETA was put into water, yeah. and then they would electric shock him inside the water. Cause, like, and they also use track or jack or venom, yeah. whatever. Anyway. Because the electricity flows faster yeah. in water. Anyway, also in this movie, this is like two hours of PETA calling Katniss out for multiple things. <laughs> like, in every single interview, you're just like, oh, Katniss is gonna get roasted right now. I know. He's gonna be like, Katniss, you don't know what you're doing. And then Katniss is gonna be like, PETA, you're not gonna, you are you don't know what you're doing. I have a feeling that, like, the um, the host on the show that was, like, interviewing Pia, P- Pia, <laughs> PETA bread, um, I think he has... Do you think he understands what's happening since he's, like, part of the... Is he part of the... Rebellion? Rebellion? PETA? No, 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 not the Rebellion. Uh, no, the host. Is he part of the, um, uh, not the Constitution. Caesar, Caesar Flickerman? <laughs> yeah, him. Is he part of... He understands, but host. he's getting manipulated to ask questions that are, like, that lead PETA into saying what the president wants him to say. No. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so... Um, in addition, I've got more trivia. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to the gray wig, Julianne Moore also wore dark contact lenses for her role as President Alma Coyne. Which oh, I yeah. feel like, am I, yeah, I am told I you, the only one? What, is there something wrong with her eyes? I told you that, remember? Oh, yeah. You noticed that. Okay, mm-hmm. so I feel like President Coyne is kind of like um, a few more futuristic Karen. True. In a sense, because she's kind of like... Oh, I know better than what you guys are talking about. If you know the Karen trend, then you'll understand yeah. what we're saying. But Fanny, you told me you told me uh, 
wait, she probably invented coins. I was like, Fanny, this is like t- oh, yeah, yeah. 2030. So, since her name is President Coin, for some reason I thought that that, was, that meant she invented coins, but then I realized <laughs> that this movie is in the future, not in the past. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Buttercup, the cat, can we just talk about the cat? Why is he like, people are trying to save him. I'm I like, know. leave the cat, go. It's like, he's not even that nice. The cat's kind of a mood, though. Like, he's in a bad mood whenever he wants, and, like, no one freaking cares, and everyone loves him. You know, if I wanted to be a character in the story, I would be the cat, because, like, everybody wants to save my life. Yeah, seriously. Even if it costs others. Oh, okay. So, I was watching the movie, and then I was like... Oh, yeah, so, remember, do you guys remember the scene when Katniss goes to District District 12? 12, And then she's in the rubble of District 12. And then I randomly said, Fanny wrote it down for me. She said, I, she wrote down what I said. I said, welcome to District 12, population, a dog eating skeletons. skeletons. <laughs> and actually, fun fact about that, the dog wandering in District 12 is Donald Sutherland's dog, Biggles. Who's Don? Uh, what's his name? Donald Sutherland. He's the one who plays Pre- President Snow. No way! I so know! he works with President Snow. <laughs> the dog's like a secret agent. Um, what yeah. if they put cameras on the dog? And he's like, look at Katniss. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, anyway. Speaking of cameras, I feel like I thought it was funny how um, Christina, I think her name, yeah, Christina really was, like, the whole time, every moment it can be on camera, kind of like a vlogger mom. Like, every time Katniss was doing anything, she'd be like, film! Katniss, what do you have to say? What are you going to talk about, Katniss? Huh? She also has, like, weird tattoos on her head. Like, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, she has tattoos on her head. Like, vines. And I'm like, what is wrong with these people? Okay. I mean, it's it's it fits her form of expression. I know, but like, okay. First of all, for her, I like under like I understand it's like, it's her choice. Yeah. But it's kind of like weird too, cause like, wouldn't that hurt so bad? Yeah, that's the like, thing. I I like I think it's cool, but I wouldn't. I don't have the pain right tolerance for it. It's right back to your like. It's skull. right in your skull. So anyway. And also, sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I also feel really bad for this guy, cause President Snow ordered someone to cut off his tongue. Yeah. And I was like, TMI, people. I know. It's worse in the in the, in the the book, because that's all you have to base yourself on, what the descriptions are. Oh, what do... Oh, in the book? They, they talk about a lot of avoxes, which are the people who get their t- tongues cut. Gross. Anyway, so, speaking of Chrissy with filming, honestly, Katniss Everdeen kind of made a music video. True! With the hanging tree. She sings... She... She sings pretty well. Yeah, she sings pretty well, actually. Um, actually, for, um, for trivia about that, Jennifer Lawrence did her own singing for hang for the Hanging Tree segment. Yeah, The obviously. song went to number one worldwide on the iTunes sales chart. Are you kidding me? And Jennifer Lawrence doesn't like singing and hated filming the Hanging Tree scene. Are you kidding me? The song itself, her singing, got number one on iTunes? <laughs> she looks like, sign me No, up. really? Yeah. Oh my god, we should listen to it on iTunes. Yeah, so speaking of Katniss, the Katniss, um, this is going back to the whole PETA getting canceled like an yeah. influencer. I'm sorry, I feel like I'm always revolving around this, but the Katniss and PETA filming for each other and giving receipts 
like saying you did this and this PETA True. and you're doing this it's kind of like the James Charles and Tati drama oh like my they're god doing yes. videos and they're like I'm gonna tell you what the truth is now <laughs> you know what I mean yes I remember I totally forgot about that but now I remember so <laughs> yeah and even Gail calls Katniss out like he calls her out for kissing him and then he's like I don't really like Gail in the end he's kind of like Where's your brain at, you know? Well, not your brain, but, like, <laughs> where's your opinion? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like Gail's very, very brave, and I'll give him that, and he cares about people. I just yeah. think he's very mad all the time. Like he's, Then again, there's a war going on. True. He's a good soldier and, like, a good, like, friend. Fighter, I guess. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Um, anyway. Um, we yeah. just heard noise outside. Yeah, so basically, he's a good fighter and a good friend, but, like, his actual attitude like deep down is like confusing yeah um anyway unrelated note <laughs> Hamish throughout the movie is really keen on keeping the emo beanie look <laughs> he looks kind of like <laughs> Jughead he's like I, you I took that I was saying that during yeah the you movie. were saying that during the movie I like I your kept, mouth like Fran. I kept imagining him to be like I'm a weirdo I'm weird you know <laughs> If you know, you know. No, no, that's that's from the actual. No, I know, but they they made that as a meme in TikTok. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's so funny. <laughs> okay, anyway. So District Thirteen, at the cafeteria, totally gives me Mean Girls vibes. True. Like, Don't, who should I sit with? I literally, I, I said that you? during the thing. I was like. <laughs> Katniss, don't sit with the nerds. <laughs> yeah, like, Katniss. They'll die first um, in the apocalypse that Snow made. <laughs> well, it's not an apocalypse but quite. It's but it's close. Yeah. So. And everyone in, the, in District 3 really said, let's be twins. Let's be matching every single day. And they all have the matching jumpsuits. I was like, the drama is like, did you hear that Callie literally dyed her jumpsuit pink? <laughs> In prison, does that is that like the, the gossip? I'm, I guess that's how I we, used to imagine that when I was a kid. Like, what's the gossip? Um. Okay. So in the book, more trivia. I forgot to tell you. In the book, the hanging tree is sung from the perspective of a man who has been hanged. Yeah. And is calling I mean, out his lover to join him to death, asking her to wear a necklace rope, side by side with me. Oh, okay. Actually, fun fact. Sad. When I read that. I literally freaked out. That's I was like, scary. I, oh my god, I got, I like, I literally got anxiety. It scared me so bad. Yeah, I'm always scared of hanging. Oh, actually, trivia about Cressida and her tattoos. Natalie Dormer shaved half of her hair when she oh played my. the role of Cressida. In the book, the character Cressida has her entire head shaved and covered with ivy tattoos. It was Natalie Dormer's idea to have only one half, her left side, of her head shaved to cover it with fake ivy tattoos. So they're fake. But also, I feel like. Um, I, like, I, if I wanted to be an actress, I would literally flip. I would never shave my head. Yeah. I mean, to each their own, but at the same time, well, it's, it, hair grows back. At least, yeah, it's like, it's not something permanent, you I know ner- what I mean? I know, no, no, um, I know, but, like, I, I wouldn't, I'm too scared to lose my hair, you know? I'm, like, mm-hmm. one of those girls. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Well... Have we finished? Have we described all of Hunger Games before we get into the segment where we no, no, talk no. about why it was rated badly? Let's talk about Finnick. Oh, we completely forgot about Finnick. Sorry, guys. Okay, so Finnick kind of goes from, like, one of... Have you seen that trend on TikTok where it's, like, the, like, cute whatever girls to to the bra girls? 
Yeah. Finnick, like, well, anyway. Turned Finnick, back. Yeah, <laughs> he went backwards. So Finnick went from, like, the flirtatious, mm-hmm. like, ambitious, whatever, um, into the, flirtatious like, player into, like, a really nice, hopeless Soft romantic. Girl. Yeah, exactly. Soft boy. <laughs> Soft boy. Um, yeah, hopeless romantic Finnick. Which, I mean, I like him better that way, but at the same mm-hmm. time, he's very, very What's sad. What really surprised me was in the movie, I think the second movie or the third movie, I'm not sure. Um, there was, he literally went, yeah, it was the movie before that. He was in the woods, and then he was with his nanny, you told me, that... His grandmother. His grandmother. Yeah. That, like, raised him. And she was on his back, and then she had to die, because, like, for some reason. And she literally kissed him on the lips, but, like, in a weird way. Like, it I think was, she like, meant it as, like, I love you, goodbye. I know, but on, like, the lips, but, like, it was really long and gross. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of out of the ordinary. I'm not going to hide that, but some people do it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so I'll finish off this segment with a last piece of trivia, mm-hmm. because I love this. Okay. Um, Lime Hemsworth said the most awkward moments filming were the kissing scenes with Jennifer Lawrence. No, duh. That was... Okay, well, that's not very surprising. Yeah, it's not. Um, when she was celebrating Christmas in Dublin, Ireland, with her fiancé, Anthony Byrne, during a break from the shoot, Natalie Dormer, who played Cressida with the shaved head, mm-hmm. had to wear a beanie to disguise her partly shaved head so as not to reveal too much about her character. Oh. That's interesting, actually, yeah. That's really smart. Okay, so... Um, now we're gonna try to discuss, we're gonna, first we're gonna give our guesses as to why this movie, um, was rated the way it was rated, Mm -hmm. um, which is the worst in the series, and then we're gonna search something up, figure out what people think. Okay. So, do you wanna go first? You can go first. Okay. I think it was rated badly, because not a lot of events, not too many events happened. It was more like a back and forth, kind of like... Battle of the videos, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like Peta's interview, and like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That was like the the literal whole movie, and I don't think there was much action compared to the other movies where there was like a lot of action, yeah. a lot of ha- was happening, and like now it was just like YouTube videos against two influencers, if you know it. <laughs> yeah. I think that it's partly because, you know, obviously. It's because it's a part one of part two. It's only a stepping stone on what's going to happen. And there's no real climax. So, But also, like, if it was that, then why were the other two rated so well? Because, like, the one... The other the two? The climax is basically... There are other two, right? No. It's part one, part two, and that's it. Oh. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, anyway. So, part two... So... Anyway. The climax, but there's always supposed to be an ending. The ending is part two. Oh. Okay, (laughs) so, um, I'm gonna read, um, why is Mockingjay the weakest Hunger Games movie? This is an article from Bustle, so I'm gonna read you a couple main reasons. Okay. Um, it's only half the story, so it's meant, Mockingjay wasn't meant to be divided in two, um, for the book, but... You feel like you've watched half a movie and turned it off. Yeah. Um, like I said, there's an anti-climax. The uh-huh. ending of the film feels totally off. It seems like there should be a gripping action sequence, but the rescuing of Peta is strangely t- 
intentionless. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, they all watch too much TV. So much Mockingjay has to do with Katniss propaganda and the Capitol's responses to, the, to it, moves and counter moves, that a lot of the movie is watching people watching things on screen. That's what I think. That's true, yeah. I agree with that. Um, there's a lot of explaining to do in District 13 powers that be aren't watching a broadcast they're explaining to Katniss some information they've acquired off screen while she was stuck inside or she was explaining to someone else an idea that was a part of her monologue in the book oh yeah mm-hmm. basically because it's not said from the per- point of view of Katniss yeah like in the book they're you hear t- her voice. using actions yeah no no they're using like dialogue to explain things oh yeah and i feel like that makes the movie a whole lot longer yeah anyway so um, oh, yeah, this is a big thing. I'm going to read this as the last reason because I'm not mm-hmm. going to read the whole article. But Candace doesn't ask to kill Snow in one of her requests to coin, although she does do that in um, the, book. the book. So it's like, what? She's uh, too yeah. noble to be motivated by revenge now. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Because the whole time in the book, that was her motivation because Snow kind of ruined her life. But I also understand because, like, that's basically the whole thing of number two. Oh, Number two, yeah, no, but she, if... No, 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 yeah, I get it now, sorry, that was stupid. <laughs> no, no, okay, so, that was Hunger Games. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to Binge Till You Cringe. Follow us on Instagram, at Binge Till You Cringe Podcast underscore, and comment um, any movie recommendations. You can also leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, and you can, on our Instagram, find a link to leave us a voice message. Isn't that so cool? We can't wait to listen to your wonderful voices. See you next episode. Bye! Bye!